Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast and a new episode of Throne Watch, the series in which we discuss and recap each and every episode of HBO's House of the Dragon. As always, my name is Larry, one of your co-hosts here for this series, and I am joined by my other co-host here, Miss Mads. Hi, Mads. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? (laughs) Shook after that episode. I can't wait to talk about it. Yes, we are back for another Sunday night. Both just finished watching the episode as it aired. And as per usual, we had an eventful wedding ceremony, (laughs) which seems to be uh, pretty much the only way Westeros knows how to throw weddings. There has to be something down, right? (laughs) Someone has to die. I'm talking earlier, I think Marjorie and Tommen's wedding is the only one in the original series that wasn't just like wild. Uh, <laughs> nobody died at Tyrion and Sansa's, but it was still a spectacle. Joffrey was making a fool of Tyrion, and Tyrion <laughs> had to do all that. Um, and then we have the Dothraki, who, you know, it's <sighs> not a wedding unless people are getting screwed right there uh, in the wide open, and multiple people die. So, uh, yeah, I think we all were expecting some madness, huh? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> well, How did you feel about the episode overall? Oh, my God. I feel like I'm saying this every week, but that was my favorite so far. That was amazing. I think this is my new favorite, too. Yeah. So good. (laughs) Well, we kick things off pretty much right where we left off almost in last week's episode. There was not really a time jump at this start, I don't believe, Mm -hmm. uh, because Mm -hmm. there was, I mean, Otto Hightower is just leaving King's Landing still at the beginning of this episode. So, uh, but we start off on a ship as they are headed on over to Driftmark. We get our first view of Driftmark, which is the royal seat of the Valerians, House Valerian. And uh, the theme of this episode, one of the themes Viserys is going through it. I mean, he is struggling on that boat. Seasick, just looking horrible. (laughs) And we see the rest of the Targaryen crew. I'm kind of shocked that Rhaenyra didn't just fly C-Rex over. Yeah. Um, I would have. I don't know. I'd rather just get there quick on Dragonback than taking this ship personally. (laughs) But we get there. Um... And Corlys shows he's still not completely happy with Viserys, mm-hmm. as there's no, like, entrance for the king. I mean, mm-hmm. it's bare bones. The only reason anyone is there is because Lenor and Joffrey are, like, just kind of playing around, like, joust, like, playing swords. <laughs> <laughs> the appropriate type of playing swords yeah, for the, for the I was part, gonna say. Know, <laughs> uh, but Lena does come down and greets them and says, Oh, yeah, my dad's in his throne room. You can go see him there, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they have a nice little discussion. They actually don't even know why he's here, but he, the Valerians think maybe it's because uh, of the death of Royce, the Royce woman uh, up in the Vale that Taman was married to. 
That and scene was crazy. Murdered um, at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How'd you feel about Damon just straight up murdering his wife? Yeah, that was insane. I, um, number one, she looked so cool. I loved her. Um, she looks a lot like a good version of um, what's his name's sister, Theon Greyjoy's sister. Oh, uh, um, Yara. Yara, yeah. Um, she reminded me of her quite a bit, but she seems so cool. And Damon's like been describing her as ugly, and she's not ugly. She just doesn't like him. Yeah. Um, she's which pretty, is so actually. funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love that, and. That whole scene was crazy because, like, they talk about it a little bit in the after show, but it I don't feel like he went there to kill her, but then he took his opportunity to when she was injured. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was super weird. I liked it, though. I liked that part. Yeah, I liked it. Like, not in a good way. I don't think it's good <laughs> that he did it, but it was, like, good for Game of Thrones, you know? Yeah. I liked her kind of coming to that realization as she's kind of, like, yeah. antagonizing him. Like, yeah. What are you gonna do? And then she's like, "Oh shit! Uh, hold up!" Uh. <laughs> and that's why they say bows. Mm, you gotta be careful when you're dealing with too much bows. That's uh, <laughs> in close range. Uh, uh, that ain't gonna help you, girl. It's you a dangerous game. A sword and a dagger for this business. Uh, but the Valerians kind of <laughs> let Viserys know that she has died. <laughs> He was on the yeah. water and didn't get word, apparently. Um, but he's like, nah, uh, I actually came here to propose a, a marriage between your daughter and my, or your son and my daughter. And Corley's a very forward, actually. I was I was a little taken back. I was like, oh, don't overstep now, Corley. <laughs> uh, when yeah. he's like, yes, but they should be named Valerians when they take the <laughs> throne, correct? Um Viserys gave way a little bit. He's like, look, you can name them that when they're born, but once they ascend the Iron Throne, they will be renamed to Targaryen. I like that he said that whatever gender the heir would be, though, that they would take the throne. Yeah, you see that... Um, it's interesting. So I do know in like the book fandom, some people find it very hypocritical with Viserys. Because mm -hmm. of how he gained his throne, was for sure, for sure, through you know taking it from a, a woman's birthright. I mean, it should have been Rainey's, uh, mm -hmm. but and now now that he is on the throne, he's he is pro woman. He I is think pro whatever. Yeah, personally, not based on the book. Like if we're basing it just on him in the show, it never seemed like he wanted the throne. He doesn't really seem like he wants to be king. And so I feel like sh the show version of him just like complacently took the throne because it was his birth, not his birthright, but that's what he was told to do. Yeah. But now he's like pro girl bossing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And we get that great kind of conversation, I think, between Rainey's and Corley's where she's like, you know, this is going to put our son in danger. If we yeah. if we marry him to her, um, and Corlys is also very like he's very bitter about all of it. You could really feel that coming through. Like he's bitter that Rhaenys wasn't queen when she should have been. He's still bitter, obviously, that their daughter was passed up. Um, 
He's like, nah, it's what's right. Uh, so I'm going to push it. <laughs> and if they want to attack, then let them attack. We have the power. Um, <laughs> he's ready for war at any cost. And she's like, yeah, but at what cost are we going to wage war for this idea of succession? But even Otto Hightower puts it in his daughter Allison's ear of like, well, look, I mean, if she does remain the heir and, try, you know, goes to ascend that Iron Throne, it's going to be war. And he tells her she's going to kill your children. Um, so how do you feel about this as we're setting up this idea of, well, war currently, if Rhaenyra remains the heir? Yeah, I think it's really interesting. I think that I think that all of them are so aware of it but they all kind of want to see what happens, if that makes sense. Um, but I do see, I mean, obviously we saw the people last week um, at their little play. Like the general public is not happy um, about a woman becoming heir. And I obviously think there is a throne, there is going to be a war. I do think that like her getting married to someone from House Valeria um, would make people more comfortable with him being king consort, you know? Mm-hmm. But I also saw some spoilers, so I don't want to say too much. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Some spoilers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-oh. Well, I have to. I have to pull your ear after the after the show. <laughs> We're not going to do any look. I I'm one that has read the book. Maz has not read the book, so I'm I'm not going to give any spoilers here. If we've yeah. seen them, we're not going to talk spoilers. We're talking this episode and previous. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's always interesting too because we've heard it a couple of episodes in a row. She was the realm's delight. Like the kingdom mm-hmm. loved Rhaenyra. So for them, especially like in the town to be already talking crazy like this when they loved her is like, oof, yeah, uh, that's a real fickle. It's sad. It's, it's a real sad fickle to see. community. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. But we do also see Lenor and Rhaenyra kind of getting to know each other a little bit better. They are cousins, so they, they have known each other but mm-hmm. um she makes it no secret that she already knows that he uh has is not really into her or women in general yeah with her little thing and she's like look i don't really care uh let's just come to a deal i don't meddle with your business and you don't meddle with mine <laughs> let's marry because it's what we're supposed to do right now let's keep the peace and do all that fun jazz and then you know it's just a contract so she took damon's words last episode to heart is look marriage is just a contract and especially in a case like this you can make it pretty much that of we're gonna do our duty but we all have we both have interests outside of here and it's a very marjorie tyrell of her um in in this case (laughs) it is it is um that i immediately thought of marjorie's marriage to uh the baratheon boy what's his name again (laughs) renly (laughs) yeah renly um but i feel like like marjorie she has a sweetness to her while talking about it and it was really nice to see through the episode the trust that they built with each other Mm -hmm. like once she told him she knew and his parents obviously know so like everybody kind of knows and they were supported mother rainies too yes <laughs> yes she's she is one of us she's <laughs> i love it um no but 
I just like that moment of them talking about it because they built that trust and obviously she does not want to get married. She just spent six months denying every man. And so the best case scenario for her is to be a beard. Like that is the best scenario for her is not to be forced to sleep with someone and marry someone that she doesn't love. She can just go do whatever she wants. She can be for the streets and that's fine. (laughs) And it's the best case scenario for her cousin who she does love very much. So I, I like it. I'm here for it. I think it was a good situation for both of them. Well, we see her on the ride back. Um, be approached by Sir Kristen Cole, who comes forward and uh, proposes to her that they run away. That mm-hmm. he says, mm-hmm. "Look, you just you're always bemoaning about your situation and having to marry people. Well, then screw it all. Let's marry for love. Run away with me. We'll run to Essos where we can actually get married." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh, um, no, no, no. Hold on." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. You misread um, what this was about. Uh, yeah. I'm not trying to, you know, disinherit myself and run away. Also, this is my duty as well. Um, no, I, I can't do that. And he's obviously very distraught. His logic was real faulty, though, because he's talking about if we go away and I marry you, I can restore my white cloak because that's all the only thing I have. And I'm like, sir, that what? That's like the opposite of what happens. Like you don't, <laughs> yeah, you don't right. get to be married and wear the white cloak. Um, I was like, he's kind of dumb. Right? I was like, this is this logic. No, no, you never get to marry. <laughs> and they don't have white cloaks over in Essos either, really, because uh, there's no king over there. So I'm not really sure what your plan was in general. Um, but yes, so he was scorned, obviously hurt. Um, by Rainier's rejection and uh, we see that uh, manifest throughout the rest of the episode at that point of the episode I felt so bad for him because he clearly cares so much for her and and she cares for him too obviously but like let's be real she slept with him because she was very frustrated after the brothel scene and (laughs) she probably wouldn't have even though they'd been flirting, she probably wouldn't have if Damon hadn't left her there. So obviously he was like he was giving up his honor and his oath and she was kind of just fucking around. So he was more invested from the jump. I felt so bad for him in this scene. So I was shocked. <laughs> When I finished the episode, because I was like, this is such a sweet boy. Like, he loves her so much. He cares for her. Like, he's so sweet. Mm. You're kind of crazy, though. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he gets back to King's Landing. We see Clubfoot, the good old Clubfoot um, Strong that runs around here. He's kind of the unofficial master of whispers, if you will. And mm. he talks to Queen Alicent and this is the second instance where we see people putting things in her head so first it was her yeah. father letting her know that Rhaenyra will kill her children <laughs> if she <laughs> becomes queen and then we hear this good old clubfoot uh, first apologizing that Otto was dismissed and I'm like sir your father is a better hand right. anyway like even if right? we're just making this off of 
decisions they've made, advice. He's been way more suited and better for this role. And I'm glad he's there rather than Otto Hightower. Like, please. Um, But then he's like, oh, uh, even though, do you trust her even though she's sick? And I saw the mason bringing up some tea to her. But maybe a mistake. He's such Um, a bitch. (laughs) Hate him. uh, And Allison kind of is reeling from that conversation. So as soon as they get back, first we see we see Viserys literally fall out of the wagon onto the floor uh, and have to be kind of like carried on in but Alicent requests Kristen Cole up to her chambers uh, initially to question him about Damon and Rhaenyra mm. and if he knew of this tea that was brought up and so on and so forth but a guilty conscience overcomes our dear little Kristen Cole. And he admits that he slept with Rhaenyra, which obviously has Alicent shook. She had not Dumbass. even considered this possibility. <laughs> um, I'm like, sir, yeah, you probably should have been killed right then and there. Uh, she just let you go. Um, but wh- I was like, oh, my God, Kristen, let's stop. You dumb. I was so mad at him at this point. I was so mad. No one would have any way to know, fool. Like, why? Why would you admit that? (laughs) I'm so annoyed. But he admits it and is dismissed. So yeah, how'd you feel about how'd you feel about people? We see kind of the confounding doubt and kind of anger set into Allison here between her father. We see the clubfoot, and then we see Kristen's confession. All of these things really start just stacking on top of each other when it comes to Allison. Yeah, every episode, my allegiance switches. So every episode, I'm like, oh, I love her. And then the next week, I'm like, this fucking bitch. (laughs) So yeah, she's doing all this investigating because that guy put doubts in her head which could have been a lie I mean it wasn't but it could have been (laughs) and she goes to Sir Kristen at least she finds out that Rhaenyra wasn't lying about Damon but she was lying about like keeping her maidenhood yeah but why does it matter to Allison like I get no I get that it matters because Rhaenyra's lie got her father like expelled from the kingdom but also she didn't lie about that she didn't lie about that so also yeah when she used this mm, never mind i will stop speaking but i just think that she's kind of hypocritical because she's keeping Kristen around when he yeah. broke his oath. You know what I mean? Well, uh, so, she kind of does it twice in this one episode. This is the first case. Yes, she, does. she doesn't, she doesn't uh, reprimand him or anything. She just says you can go. Uh, yeah. Even though she she got a confession from him that he broke his vows and his oath. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we continue on. Uh, yeah, Alicent, uh, you again... There's the, there is a base level of sympathy I have, but also, one, uh, the clubfoot did tell her explicitly the king sent that up there. Rhaenyra did not. Uh, the mm-hmm. king only knew as much as you did, Allison. 
I mean, right, right. Why wouldn't she be mad and confront the king? I, you know, there was just really no. I don't know. She went to Kristen Cole to like do a sneak to see who she was also coming doesn't in know if Rhaenyra drank it. Yeah, like, like she, she doesn't know no anything. <laughs> Rhaenyra didn't request that at all. She didn't. Yeah, she she had no idea. So yeah, Alicent is really just letting people kind of push her around this was the episode where i was like "Mm, she's not really being the cersei right now because i felt like cersei would be doing things quite differently in this scenario uh but (laughs) uh yeah i don't know but we do come to a betrothal agreement between laenor and rhaenyra and we get to the start of the wedding and i thought rhaenyra looked absolutely lovely um, stunning i absolutely loved stunning her hair i love that it was red rhinestones in her hair the dress was beautiful um we see oh my gosh hold on we saw viserys's arm earlier sorry i was mm-hmm. we were talking about people's appearances and it jogged my memory of that wretched just rotting arm <laughs> He needs to get that shit amputated. I cannot look at it anymore. <laughs> oh my god. This man, I mean, and he has a scene where he's kind of coming to <laughs> accept his death. Like yeah. uh, was, uh you know, the hand strong is just like, bruh, don't talk like this. Most people, if you have a somewhat uneventful rule, it's the best thing. It means there's peace in your realm. It means that mm-hmm. things are going well. And here you are on your deathbed wishing that you had had like these big challenges or you could have conquered people and stuff. Obviously, that's also not who you are. Like if that had happened to you, you probably it would have been a mess. Like, let's just be honest. Yeah. It would have been a hot well, ass mess. You couldn't like, handle it. <laughs> and you are literally falling apart. So now he's kind of coming <laughs> to terms with his death. Allison is nowhere to be seen. <laughs> He's not I there. knew she was stirring up drama. I knew it. <laughs> and so we get there. He's looking a little better, but he's still, I mean, he's run down at that damn wedding table. And <laughs> we're getting the stupid Lannisters first come in. Oh, my God. Jason Lannister is just insufferable. <laughs> I'm like, throw this man out of here. I'm tired of him. What in the world? And then we get the high towers, but it's only Otto's older brother and his wife, because uh, obviously Otto is not <laughs> in the tent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the OGs. I mean, listen, the Valerians came up in there like they own the damn red keep. Okay, <laughs> you want to talk about it? Amazing. I was gooped and gagged myself. I was like, okay. <laughs> Wait, can we pause so I can ask a question? Mm-hmm. Not pause the podcast, but pause this subject. Yeah. I think it is so weird that the daughter got aged up so much. But the other, like, she looks too aged up for Rhaenyra to be her actress. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. The change that that little girl went through, she went from <laughs> 7 to 18. And Rhaenyra still looks 18. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand. <laughs> it was just odd. Anyway, I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah. It was just very weird. But did you peep our, our new dragon? We barely got to see her. 
But Maylees, yeah. the Red Queen, is Rainey's is dragon. So she flew in with uh, Lainor and Sea Smoke to King's Landing. So we got a little glimpse of a new dragon and an old dragon. I do have to wonder. Uh, Lena is also a dragon rider, and at this point, I thought she would have claimed her dragon, but apparently not. Because, I mean, she, in the books, at least, she is all about dragons. Like, like they kind of <laughs> tried to give that hint when she was a little girl with Viserys. All she wanted to talk about was dragons and not yeah. boys or anything. So I'm kind of shocked they haven't had her claim her dragon yet. Um, but she didn't fly in, so I would just presume she hasn't. But, yeah, they walk in. They are clad in these gold outfits. They look boss. I was like, okay, y'all better come through, each and every one of you. <laughs> She is stunning. Lena just is gorgeous. And so is Lenor. I, I mean, I live for little Lenor. Um, <laughs> and they make their way up there. We see uh, Lenor's little side piece, Joffrey, is also uh, with the crew. I was like, okay, yes. I didn't know they let you come along, but come through, I guess. Uh, <laughs> and so then it is... I forget. Did, no, uh, Damon comes next, right? Yeah, Damon. Yes, makes his way and shocks the whole court. Everybody's like, "Oh shit!" Um, I thought he got exiled. <laughs> but- I assumed wrongly because Allison wasn't there. I assumed that Allison invited Damon to cause oh. drama because she now knows that her ex bestie has been hooking around the boys. <laughs> And I was like, oh, Allison brought him here. I was wrong, but I thought that would have been interesting. <laughs> yeah, he just kind of walks on in. Uh, Viserys, for a minute, looks like he's pissed. But then he cues up says, all right, throw a table. Throw a seat at the end of the table. He can sit down yeah. there, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then Viserys starts giving his speech when he is interrupted by Queen Alicent making her entrance. It is uh, a bit of a pivotal moment as we move through as she mm-hmm. walks in wearing a green dress and halts the court. We hear the clubfoot town, his brother Harwin Strong, like, you know what that means, don't you? That's the sign in Old Town where the high towers throw up that green light when they're calling their arms for war. So, uh, yeah, we get a little bit of the message Miss Allison is sending as she enters the the room for the wedding. She looked like Fiona from Shrek. (laughs) (laughs) She gives a very cold uh, congratulations stepdaughter to Rhaenyra before sitting down. I gasped, actually. I mean, I was like, ooh, okay, we are amping the drama up now. Alicent has officially entered this game on her own volition, and mm-hmm. she's come to play the cattiness, I see. Okay, well, <laughs> throughout it, the Royce man comes up and accuses Damon of murdering <laughs> his cousin, uh, which he did. Um, so <laughs> uh, he's like, the veil would have prosecuted you. And Damon's like, look, uh, you out here throwing accusations at the prince is actually a treasonous activity here in King's Landing. Would you like to continue? Also, also run though, me my money. <laughs> also, 
run me my lands. That place you call home, it now belongs to me by law. Thank you, sir. Uh, and that man didn't know what the hell to say. He's a shook. <laughs> Meanwhile, Lena is kind of giving looks over to Damon uh, during this time. Yeah. So we see those eyes thrown. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and Joffrey, uh, our king to be or king consorts uh boy toy on the side is just like kind of investigating the room and sees that crispin is over there on the side mm. looking distraught the whole damn night is like uncomfortable is mad is sulking in the corner and comes to the conclusion and runs over to Lenor because they seemed pretty happy about it, especially Joffrey. He's like, this is legit the best case scenario. Like, I've been dreading the day you've been having to wed a woman, but <clears throat> sounds good to me. Uh, this is works well in my favor. But they're still playing a little bit at the Game of Thrones because he tells him, I'm pretty sure it's Kristen Cole over there that's the paramour to our queen. So now she knows your secrets and you know hers. Got to make sure his boyfriend is equipped yeah. <laughs> heading into this damn treacherous Game of Which Thrones. Is, I was going to say very tame for Game of Thrones. They weren't yeah. trying to blackmail. They were just prepared. <laughs> uh, then he does something that it ultimately ends up being uh, too much and stupid. Uh, <sighs> he goes up to Kristen Cole and introduces himself <laughs> and is basically like, Look, I care very deeply for for Lenor. You care very deeply for Rhaenyra. Let's just not talk about it to anybody and everybody stay safe, which I was already like, too late, bruh. You are, you're too late to the party because he already done spilled the whole damn story to freaking yeah. Alicent. Uh, so she's already in on at least half of this story. Um, but also, I don't... I don't know if he, I guess he was trying to scare him into shutting up and staying silent about it all. But I was like, sir, I don't know if you should have came up and talked to him. Maybe not. But the reaction on Kristen's part. Well, holy shit. Can we dive into that? Because I can't wait any longer. <laughs> yeah. So ultimately, this leads to the end of this wedding. We get this big Oh, melee. I was like, who the hell snuck in here? I thought somebody from the outside came in. I was like, what the hell? Like, I was yeah. as confused as the rest. Nah, uh, it was Crispin who jumped Joffrey and literally beat him to death. Beat his face in. I mean, it was gruesome. <laughs> it was so graphic. I feel like that and then the part where... um. Mr. Man Mountain smashes the head oh. of Oberyn. Uh, Diego Luna, not Diego Luna. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> Pedro, Pedro, they're besties. I'm yeah. so sorry. Uh, when he squishes his head, those are like the two most yeah. sickening scenes in Game of Thrones for me. Yeah, that we have Rhaenyra getting pushed back. Lainor was trying to get in to get there. Uh, Sir Harwin Strong is sent in by his brother to go rescue Queen Rhaenyra. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's known I as thought, like break bone. So he's known as like the enforcer. <laughs> I thought that Kristen saw uh, Damon and Rhaenyra like about to make out on the dance floor. And I thought he jumped. Damon. Damon. I thought they were fighting. And then I saw the prince jump or the 
future king consort jump in there and I thought all of Rhaenyra's boys were fighting and then no it was a hate crime straight up that was insane see this is why we don't like we don't like homophobia Kristen so I'm you may be cute but you got to go I mean, no, for real. Like <laughs> that was this horrifying. was too much. This was too like what a reaction. And again, like he's actually cr- he snapped because he kept punching him while he yeah. was oh my god brains I mean, out on the floor. That was horrifying. And then we have to just like kind of continue like nothing happened. We just continue with the damn marriage after that. Lenor yeah. is like sobbing on the floor. He's sitting there crying because he's like having to say his his vows to Rhaenyra. Um, everybody is just, it's like a, a literal murder scene that we're now getting married at. Meanwhile, Kristen has gone out to the godswood and is going to kill himself, is going to stab himself in the stomach when Alicent comes out and stops him. And this is where I'm like, ooh, ooh, Alicent, listen. Mm. This man literally just murdered somebody you don't even know, girl. You don't know that boy. <laughs> And he, he just murdered him in cold blood. Like, there was no damn reason for him to do what he just did. Right? Right? <laughs> After, you already know, he broke his vows to the king's guard. <laughs> and now he's a murderer on top of that. Um, and you want to be like, no, 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 don't kill yourself. Actually, I think I have further use for you, Kristen. Don't kill yourself. You're so sexy. <laughs> mm-hmm. A sexy little spy, I think, is what Miss Allison is is oh, seeing for sure. here. Like, for sure. Ooh, yeah, that's when you know it's like, okay. Because oh. the thing is, is that he's still Rhaenyra's protector, but now he's indebted to the queen. Yes. Like I'm like Rhaenyra. Hopefully, okay. So I'm hoping now. Oh, Lord, well, when I'm like, did you just this boy? I don't know how King Viserys is not going to like put him to the damn sword because uh, this could cause a damn war between the Valarians yeah. and the the throne if you know based on this because Lenor obviously is upset and I assume his parents would back his anger. <laughs> of course, but like, was Sir Sir Kristen was at the wedding? I'm so confused. It's madness. Like, it was just, I was shook. <laughs> yeah. Well, because, uh, and they, they got book fans because they changed this up a little bit too. So I was not anticipating Kristen Cole to just murder that man oh. in cold blood. Um, he does not do that in the book. <laughs> he doesn't. Okay, that makes me like him more. He just seems like a sweetie. I don't know. Well, I mean, don't oh, no. like him more. Don't like him more. <laughs> Okay, okay. Hold on. Hold out judgment, please. Uh no, he does kill the kid, but it's in tourney. Like it's like oh. a fatal blow to the, the boy in a tourney and he dies. So Got I mean it. it still happens and Kristen is responsible, but it's not like a murder in cold blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like an accident. It's it's a damn, you know, tragedy, more or less, rather. So we'll see. I don't know. I don't know where they're going to go with this from here. Honestly, I was shook by that reaction. I felt so bad for that little Joffrey. I was like, oh, man, this is terrible. Like, I feel horrible for Lenor. <laughs> yeah, I feel so bad. Mm-mm. Um, I might have brought in sea smoke and killed Kristen right then and there. 
<laughs> I might have called out for my damn dragon and said, let's go then. Um, you think you Billy badass? Well, what you going to do now? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess he thinks still that Rhaenyra loves him. I don't know. So he wouldn't do that because, well, I mean, that might start a different kind of war. But mm. I'm wondering, hopefully, for Rhaenyra's sake too, Laenor insists on her, like, dismissing him as her like sworn protector yeah um, i hope so because after that's that that's so fucked <laughs> i mean i don't know i was like oh this is going nice like there's some drama you know people are throwing jabs but this ain't bad for a game of thrones wedding <laughs> i'm just, just so kidding. shocked i don't know what was going through his little brain i just but like yeah. i don't know I'm like, I don't, I mean, maybe it would have been nice, but we would have lacked the surprise, but it maybe would have been nice to see if Joffrey said anything else to him or if he just snapped and ran and found him. Cause I thought Joffrey just like left and was like, all right, I, I made my case. Let me go back. <laughs> but, yeah. Just seeing his like brains on the floor. Oh that was so much. <laughs> I'm so mad. I wanted more time with Joffrey and Lane. Me too. <laughs> I like their little relationship. They were cute. I was like, really? You're going to give us just these couple little scenes? And in saying that, this, uh, so many of today's cast, this is it. This is it for young Rhaenyra. This is it for young Alicent. This yeah. is also it for the actors as Lenor and Lena. And I was really, I didn't know that those two weren't moving on until like today. And I was so disappointed. Uh, we only got one episode with this stunning woman as Lena. What? That don't seem right to me. But <laughs> how did you feel about, you know, the little eyes between Lena and Damon, their little conversation on the dance floor? Well, like, I didn't love it, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I like her, though. I feel like she's a really good character and I'm excited to see more for her. I am just worried that if she marries him, which I feel like is the next logical step, um, since he is now single and it would unite the houses more, um, I feel like he's got eyes for Rhaenyra still. So I feel like even if he marries her, that's not going to last. And I feel bad for her. I want her to marry someone that would love her, you know, so not the biggest fan, but. Yeah, I mean, that might have saved him, though, because Viserys was about to blow his top when he saw Rhaenyra That's true. and Damon. That is very true. Floor. I mean, I was like, oh, shit. Ooh, yeah. Viserys looks mad, mad right yeah. now. As he should. Uh, as he should. As he should. I mean, listen, I don't blame him, but <laughs> I think the commotion saved, uh, I don't know what he was going to do. If he was going to make a scene, a spectacle. Uh, I, I don't even know if he knew what he was going to do in that moment. Yeah. I was like, ooh, okay, we're getting brave Rhaenyra and Damon in the middle of this damn wedding. Um, I, I do insane. like the challenge again, though, because she did yeah. it too. She's like, all right, you're single then. Take me. Take me to Dragonstone and let's get going. Chop down those guardsmen and let's move with it. Uh, yeah, and it's fun. It's a funny, like difference between her telling Kristen like I have to stay for the throne this is my duty blah 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 and then she's like no take me let's leave let's go live there <laughs> fuck it like completely different reaction I just oh god Kristen 
who would know that uh, a rejected proposal of sorts would lead to all of this madness? Seriously. Uh, a, knight's, a knight of the king's guard would get his little feelings hurt so bad. <laughs> <laughs> he commits open murder in the wide open at a wedding. Um, yeah. So how are you feeling for next week with new cast being ushered oh. in? <laughs> you know what? Actually, now that I'm thinking of it, leaving us off on that note and then having a time jump big enough that we're going to need new actors. I, this is where the time jumps are getting me a little bit. Like, yeah, the next time so jump is much, 10 years. There's so much fallout that should happen after an event like that. After Kristen Cole yeah. just openly murders someone. As I said, Lenore would be upset uh, you know, there's so much politically that and story-wise that should happen after an event like that that we're just going to miss because we're going to jump 10 years. So I truly believe that they will bring these actresses back and do flashbacks because there's too much story to tell Yeah. in this gap. I feel like they have to do flashbacks, like, to explain some of it. Because next, I mean... So I understand they want to get to the Dance of the Dragons. They want to get to that yeah. point. And, you know, there's a lot of buildup before that that really kind of lets you know the tensions that arise to make all of that actually go down. But mm -hmm. I don't know. I just think, especially that, and that's one of our big complaints about, you know, the final couple seasons of Game of Thrones, um, because we love the, a lot of us love that slow burn of those exactly. first seasons. Exactly. We love just seeing the character interactions and 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 getting the opportunity to like grow up with those characters, uh, like we did. And so, when you do time jumps in a story like this, that's just so rich with that political intrigue and interpersonal communications and relationships. Uh, it does do. I do think it did this. This next one coming up specifically, I think, is going to do a bit of a disservice because it's such a big time jump. That I agree. I agree. I am also so just sad. Ten years. Yeah, I'm sad because I'm going to miss these actresses. I love Millie and I love the actress who plays Allison, but I love Olivia Cook. <laughs> I love her yeah. so i'm very excited and i'm also excited to have like a non-binary person play rainier i think that's super sick so yeah. um hoping for the best i am gonna miss these actresses so much though i'm i'm sad to see them go me too i definitely i'm there with you on that i'm sad to see them go i'm sad we didn't get more time with the Valerian children actors yeah uh, yeah i did like them in the little bit that we've gotten with them <laughs> Uh, I was uh, that's what I was happy about this episode though that it was a much bigger Valerian episode because I've really liked For those sure. characters when we've gotten them in the first few episodes we just we keep kind of going away from them and so it was nice to really have one where they shine a little bit more plus I just love Rainey's so I need her back in the fold a lot more play something yeah <laughs> I want to read the book now because I want more of them like I think they're so awesome yeah uh, so we'll see. They've they've changed the first death uh, of a character. I also think uh, for for book fans, I think that there was an Easter egg of mushroom. Uh, her her um, not jester, but um, fool, whatever. 
um, was the little person we saw, the little man in this episode, I think is supposed to be Mushroom. And if the, they do go by the books, he'll be around because he, he's one of the narrators, basically, <laughs> of the oh, damn right. history book. Uh, but he's, he's very salacious. He gives us all the, the like, tea gossip. <laughs> all, all the ways he tells the stories are not the way the maesters tell it. He tells oh it crazy. Uh, so I'm interested to see if we keep him around or if they're just going to, like, leave him there as a, you know, little nod Easter egg. But, Yeah. So, any final thoughts on episode number five? I thought it was amazing. I feel bad because I haven't even collected all of my thoughts because we record so quickly after. But I just, I loved it so much. I thought it was so good. Yeah. So, so good. I've loved the last two episodes a lot. Yeah, it's really, as we've said, I, I know we harped a little bit near the end of this on like the time jumps, but they're getting down so much of what made those first seasons of Game of Thrones so good. And I think it's really coming through with, you know, the drama and the the intrigue and the characters. I think that's a a big testament to just how like complex and interesting they are. You're instantly just like gravitated towards these people and the mess (laughs) they're in already. (laughs) All right. Well, that was our review and discussion for House of the Dragon season one, episode five. I hope you all enjoyed it. Make sure to leave your thoughts on this episode over on our socials. You can find the Cinemania World podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Cinemania World podcast. Also, you can find each of us individually on the socials as well. Mads, where can people find and follow you? Yes, I just changed my at, so let me check. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> on Twitter, you can find me at Mads Fairchild, so M A D S Fairchild. And then on everything else, I'm at Maddie underscore Amadala. Perfect. And you can find me at ChiliBoyYT on Twitter and ChiliBoyProductions on Instagram and YouTube where I'm doing live reactions. And trust me, this episode, there was a lot to be reacting to. So it's a a fun one. But we will catch you all next week when we have a new uh, cast of actors for episode six of Throne Watch. Bye. Bye.